Welcome to Behind the Books, a podcast by the Mercer County Library System. Your hosts are Bob Noose and Anna Vanskoig. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 1 of Behind the Books. I'm Bob Noose. I'm joined by Anna Vanskoig, and we hope we have an interesting show here for you. Uh, we've got a lot planned. We've had some interviews. We're going to give you some information on what's going on at the library and some information to keep you updated on the library. Just a little quick background on ourselves. I'll go first. Um, I was a sports writer for 30 years before I fortunately got out of that business, found a home at the library, and now I work at Circulation Department or Mercer County Library System, kind of a uh, jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none library employee. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode. I um, have been with the Mercer County Library System for 13 years. Um, Before that, I worked as an academic librarian at the University of Georgia and Emory University. So I have been very lucky to be a part of the public library system here. It's been a great experience. On each of our episodes, we will be having a couple of interviews. Um, Today, we have an interview with an author, uh, Molly McRae. We have another interview today with someone who is literally behind the books at the Mercer County Library System, Dana Benner, who is our social media and marketing librarian, and we are excited to share that conversation with you. And then I wanted to let you know about um, how our hybrid service model has been going. We are opened up to the public on certain days. So on Monday and Friday, we are open from 10 in the morning till 4.30 in the afternoon. On Wednesdays, we are open in 1 in the afternoon until 7 in the evening. And Saturdays, we're open to the public from 2 in the afternoon till 4.30. We still do have our curbside pickup. Um, which is available on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 in the morning till 4.30 in the afternoon, and on Saturdays from 10 a.m. till 12.30 in the afternoon. And something new that we started is is that you can actually book your curbside appointment uh, using our website. Uh, So for more information about our hybrid service model, as well as curbside pickup appointments, go to our website, which is mcl.org. We're all very excited to start seeing some patrons coming into the branch. And uh, in our podcast today, we have a couple of interviews lined up, uh, and we'll be back with the first of those interviews in a moment. For our next segment, uh, Bob and I thought it would be great fun to bring in people from behind the scenes at the Mercer County Public Library. People who you may not realize are working um, and what they do for the library system. And it is my pleasure that our first guest today is Dana Benner. She is housed at, well, she works at the Hopewell Branch Library, but she actually does a lot of work um, that she does revolves around for the system. And she is our social media and marketing librarian, um, which her job the past, in the past six months since uh, the library had to close down due to COVID, she has been creating a presence for us on our social media. And this is something that we want to talk about with her today. 
Um, and we're gonna ask her some questions about being a librarian and how unique her position is in our library system. So welcome, Miss Dana Benner. So lovely Thank seeing you. you. Happy to be here. <laughs> I think a lot of people, Dana, don't realize um, how we have different educational backgrounds. Can you tell us uh, what you studied as an undergrad and thereafter, please? Sure. So um, I have a bachelor's degree in art education, and I went to TCNJ for that. And then I got my master's later on from Drexel University, and that's the library science degree that I have now. So how did you go from art education to library science? Um, so right out of college, I ended up getting a job in the library administration office. And from there, I kind of fell in love with the whole library atmosphere and decided to go back and get my master's degree to become a librarian. So it kind of, it, it didn't, it wasn't where I was expecting, but I, I'm happy with where I ended up. And then how did you make that transition then into the, to the social media aspect? Being in the reference, you know, I was working reference at Lawrence and I know Mercer County had started like Twitter and Facebook way back when it kind of became popular. Um, and they decided to really look for someone that could take on that responsibility of focusing on that specifically and trying to be able to reach out more to the community through something that you know most people are on now and they use it every day and um, then they posted the job for that and I was like this is perfect. <laughs> they uh, you know wanted someone like organized and good at multitasking and creative and I was like this just sounds amazing and I want this job so I applied <laughs> and then I was chosen and I was so happy. And it really so it was a new position that you yes. went into and you actually get to use your art skills for the position. Right I get to do all kinds of flyers and I get to take fun pictures to share and so I really enjoy all the creative aspects of this job. And I'm sure when you started the job you didn't anticipate uh seven months of the library being closed where no. you really had to be <laughs> the, the the presence i mean just some of the things that you've been doing you know maybe go through some of the things that you came up with while we were in this situation and and some of the things you've been doing sure um it's really i mean it's i've done a lot but it's really been a collaborative effort amongst everyone because people were coming up with ideas everyone was trying to figure out how can we reach our patrons while having our libraries closed. So I was more of like, I was able to just help put all these ideas into effect and share, you know, combine everyone's ideas and photos and everything that we could and share it with the public in a way that would help reach them. Um, like with our new like services, we had personalized book recommendations, resume, college review. Um, we are able to sign people up for library cards online now. Um, we've also taken some of our like annual contests that normally are in the library and brought them virtual to people through um, like our website and Facebook and things um, like the Trash Dart uh, amateur photography contest that we have at West Windsor. And then even next month we'll be doing a pumpkin decorating contest, which is kind of fun. And we're having people be able to see everyone's pumpkins up online and vote through liking them and things like that. So we try to find ways that the public can interact with us still through all of our different social media accounts. It's a lot. It really is. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you really have created just this wonderful presence for us on the, on the internet. Um, and I know it hasn't been an easy job. And that's something like when I was in library school, 
there wasn't like a social media class. I mean, it was, right. <laughs> you know, it was collection development or yeah. reference. Um, yeah. I mean, did you have any classes or anything that you took in school? Uh, not really, on, no, <laughs> not social media specific. <laughs> it was more of a learning curve for me, like taking all kinds of webinars, reading about it, um, just learning from seeing what other libraries are doing and kind of just jumping off from there and figuring out what works, what was, doesn't work and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so since we are librarians, one of the things that we like to ask um, or what is your favorite author or your kinds of books to read? So I love <laughs> contemporary romance type books and young adult books. And two, well, three of my favorite authors are Colleen Hoover and then the duo Christina Lauren. I love reading all of their books. To me, they're just like funny and quick and I, I enjoy it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try to branch out, but I always end up going for the same types of books. <laughs> so, Dana, when you got into library work, you probably never actually anticipated that this would be your library work, right? So it's kind right. of like the evolution, it's been quite an evolution of, and it's, it's kind of what libraries have become, right? Like it's not just people coming in to grab a book off the shelf anymore. There's so much more that goes into it. Exactly. There's a lot of interacting and constantly just figuring out what works what doesn't work how to best reach all of our patrons and bring them in and give them things that they like give them information they want to know about give them all of the new services that we offer and just try to share as much as we can with the community Dana thank you so much for spending time with us today sure. and for all of you out there, you can see um, our social media. Uh, we're on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, they're all accessible right from our website, mcl.org. Uh, and feel free to follow along and interact with us. One of the things that Dana talked about was how she promotes through social media the wide variety of programs offered by the Mercer County Library System. We offer programs for all ages. There are story times geared towards infants, toddlers, and preschool age children, as well as a weekly bilingual story time. There are recurring programs for adults, such as a diverse selection of book discussions, a poetry circle, and our crochet knit and chat that happens a couple times a month. Along with these programs facilitated by staff members, special events are also offered by guest speakers. Make sure to check out our events page on mcl.org to see what's coming up. And those are programs that a lot of times you don't want to miss. I know Tuesday Night Trivia has become a staple in our house. We will be back with our second guest in a moment. All right, now it's time to welcome in our first author, guest of our podcast series, Molly McRae, who you may know from her uh, series of books, The Haunted Yarn Series, Six Mysteries, the latest of which is Cruel and Unusual, the Highla Highland Bookshop Mysteries Series, which has three books out, and the fourth is due in December, Heather and Homicide. Uh, Molly currently works at the Champaign Public Library in Illinois, 
And before that, she spent 20 years managing an independent bookstore in ten Upper East Tennessee called The Book Place. Uh, she's written numerous short stories and is a two-time winner of the Lovey Award, and as well as winning Suspense Magazine's 2002 Award for Best Book. Welcome, Molly. It's nice you to are. be here. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, I didn't mess any of that up. Well, I wasn't um, manager of the bookstore for 20 years. That was about seven or eight years, and before that, I was a museum director in oh, the same, there we go. same town. Yeah. All right. That's what I think. I saw that, that you um, were a curator for a history museum. Is that correct? Yeah, curator and then director. It was, you know, it's mostly sole employee. So, you know, the, the name could change whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you, so I just think that's so interesting that, so what was your degree in then? Did you have some type, like a graduate degree? And I'm trying to think what it would be. Um, oh, museology. Really? Yeah. Um, and I had, yeah, my undergrad degrees were in anthropology with a double minor in English and history. And then my graduate degree was um, sort of a, it was an independent study in museology through the School of Education. So it was museum education. So were you writing back then or were you too busy? <laughs> <laughs> or should I have been busy but was writing anyway? Was writing anyway. That's another way to look at it, yes. Yeah, I, I, I was the latter. <laughs> but not, not much. I, was, I had hopes of being published, but hadn't been published yet, except in when I worked for a museum as a graduate student and got to write the museum notes for some exhibits, and that was fun. So did you do any creative writing courses or um, any kind of formal writing? No, no. I, oh. I was afraid to take creative writing because I, I was afraid to get a grade. You oh, know, I, it, I, yeah. I, I didn't want someone to tell me your, your, your idea fails. You know, so that, that would have been just awful. You're even a, even a, you know, a B or a C would have been awful. So I was afraid to do that and didn't. But I've... But, um, since taken some online, or you know, I've gone to conferences and learned from other writers and have done, uh, participated in webinars and things like that. Did you have other authors that kind of inspired you and, and got you into that kind of cozy mystery writing? Yeah, um, Charlotte McLeod, Agatha Christie, M.C. Beaton. Oh, yeah. Um, there's there's just too many to to name. I, I just I love I love mysteries. I did start reading Agatha Christie while I was an undergraduate and was supposed to be studying for exams. That was so that's it. That opened my eyes to a better world. <laughs> what do you think it was that kind of gave you the inspiration to do you know the the haunted yarn shop and the and the the bookshop mysteries? Like was there anything? Was it from working in a bookshop or? Like what kind of gave you those kind of inspirations? Yeah, the haunted yarn shop. The yarn shop part of it was was easy enough because my my grandmother was a professional knitter and she had a, a, a yarn shop called the Little Wool Shop that I never saw because that was before I was born. But this was my way of honoring her and my mother who is a spinner and weaver and my sisters who are both great knitters and one of whom is also a spinner and weaver. The haunted part came in because a Penguin editor asked me 
can you write something like paranormal, like with a ghost? And I said, sure. Never having, I don't believe in ghosts, but I thought, you know, why not? So and what are you going to say? No, <laughs> no to Penguin. <laughs> the ghost was very easy to, to meet. She, um, she, it turns out a ghost is just another person, happens to be dead. And that's why she's a depressed ghost to begin with, at least because she's dead. But I, I, I like Geneva very much. The Highland Bookshop series, yeah, I, I love bookshops. I, I liked working in a bookshop. And I used to live in Scotland. My way of going back more often than I actually can in real life, in a different kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> do you find that you have to, with the whole Scotland uh, setting, do you have to, are you researching a lot, like with the culture and terminology and Yes, yeah, vocabulary, just the way people think about things, the, the way they shop. I have um, some friends in Scotland, and, and one who lives here who is Scottish, who I can call on for, for help also. Yeah, 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 I have okay. a friend who's an archaeologist in Orkney. I mean, she's, this is, she's just so cool. <laughs> we, we knew each other at Edinburgh University when we both read archaeology, pre British prehistory. Orkney is, they have more archaeologists per capita than anywhere else in the world. Working archaeologists. I'm pretty sure that's, that's what I've read. It's like, that's just cool. The one other thing I, I was curious about is I've noticed that, especially with the mysteries, like the, the whole series aspect is something that I see when people come into the library, you know, like they can't wait for the next, the next book to come out. Like, is that when you started, were you thinking, all right, this is going to be four or five books, six books? Like, did you write the first one thinking this was going to be a series? I knew it was going to be the Haunted Yarn Shop. Yeah, both of them I knew it was going, they were going to be series if the first one worked out. Um, um, yes, I didn't know how many books would be in the series. An, a nice arc is three books. You know, a terrific arc would be 20 books, but I don't think, <laughs> that's not the kind of thing that happens too much these days. There are plenty of them, but. Um, yeah, you have to maintain the story arc and, and continue it. So there is one more coming from, at least one more coming for the, the Highland Bookshop. I'm working on that one now called Argyles and Arsenic. Do you um, have any advice for our aspiring writers out there? It's a pretty daunting process, right, to get started. It is. It is. Stick to it. Um, read. Keep reading. Read the kinds of things that you would like to write and then write the kind of thing you would like to read. And revision is the key to success. Some great advice. <laughs> I love that. Write the things you want to read and read the things you'd like to write. All right. Well, thank you, Molly, for very much for joining us, our first, uh, our first guest. Good luck to you out there in, in Illinois. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I hope this is a long-running series. There are a lot of interesting people to talk to. Once again, we would like to thank Molly McRae for spending time with us on Behind the Books, and we want to remind you, our listeners, that many of her books are available through the Mercer County Library System, both as print as well as audio or ebook downloads from our Hoopla service. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Molly McRae, as well as the one earlier in the episode with Dana Benner. Um, it's kind of interesting. I, I think about what uh, we talked about today and something that I'm always fascinated by and that was um, 
brought up again in today's episode was the various backgrounds that people have on their way to working into a library. Um, Molly with her anthropology, museum studies background and Dana with her art education. Uh, I just think it's fascinating how these different backgrounds can come together in one workplace. I kind of took out of today's episode, I think the thing that stood out to me the most was that, that line that Molly gave us about read the kinds of things that you would like to write and write the kinds of things you would like to read. I thought that was pretty interesting, like how she kind of gets her philosophy of writing. And uh, hopefully, hopefully down the line, we'll get more philosophies like that from some of the other people we talk to. So Bob, with that sound advice that Molly McRae gave, and you used to write, did you ever try to write anything creatively? Well, I think in writing, almost all writing is creative, right? Even if you're just, I was a sports writer and I would cover games and when you write at your story, you have to get a little creative about it. So I think in a way, all writing is creative. Thank you for listening today, everybody. And we have a lot of other plans for future episodes. So we hope to catch you back here again at Behind the Books. Thank you for listening to Behind the Books, a podcast by the Mercer County Library System. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For more information about the Mercer County Library System, please visit us on the web at mcl.org. We are produced by Laura Narosik. Our thanks goes out to Kim Livingston for her technical expertise. Your hosts are Bob Noose and Anna Vanskoik.